Welcome to the Mindfuckery podcast, which is featured in Feedspot's top 10 of emotional abuse podcasts. I'm your host, Elizabeth, and in here, we explore the areas where others fear to tread. I'm the founder of The Divorce Sanctuary and Wound Talking. I'm also author of Finding Lily, The A to Z of Emotional Abuse and Divorce Matters. I've been a woundologist for over 20 years, working with past life wounds, clearing ancestral trauma and working with this life wounding. It's through my own personal journey I know how much this hurts and how confusing life becomes. So many questions, no real answers. I'm on a mission to educate as many people as I can on the effects of trauma on our lives and our children's lives, healing those wounds and healing the wounds of our mothers and our fathers. It stops here, it stops now and it stops with us. So welcome along for the journey of a lifetime. And you are very, very welcome. I am recording this or putting it out on Wednesday. I don't normally do that. There have been a couple of instances. One was when I was celebrating the first birthday of the Mindfuckery podcast. Another was there was so many things going on during the day and I was editing really late into the evening. And um, when I posted it, it had just gone midnight. So it actually was um, went out on the Wednesday for me in the UK. But yesterday was the launch of Divorce Matters. So I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the book, the process, the emotions that go on and cover the whole thing today. I do wonder sometimes whether the universe was conspiring or something, somebody doesn't want this book out um, and published because I've had so many holdups. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you... um, do the talk that I did last night. It was a really short, informal talk. So I was saying, if you, t- if I went back 10 years to 2013, author would be nowhere in my psyche. It wouldn't be, it wasn't going to be on my CV. I had no intention whatsoever of um, writing a book. And then fast forward four years, just four years um, to 2017, I was publishing. In fact, three years, I was writing a book. Finding Lily, I was sat on a beach in Greece. I was self-isolating. I was away with my family or some of my family. And my now ex-husband wasn't there at the time. I went away for a week with some of my children and he didn't want to do that. So there was something that was going on and I wasn't sure exactly what it was. But I ended up self-isolating as if I was punishing myself for being there without him. That sort of, when I look back, now how I see it and I was sat there with a pen I was trying to work out do some healing I was trying to stay off my phone he was trying to encourage me to stay off social media I'm sure there's another reason behind that it was the most bizarre behavior at the time so I was self-isolating I was sat on a beach with a pen and a notebook and I was just writing and what happened was I ended up writing out the story which then came to become Finding Lily And it was, I could see the patterns and as I started to write out what happened and try and heal this to see whether I could break the cycle, I started to see the patterns in this second relationship that I had, this second marriage that I had. And I could see the correlation. I could see the same characters playing out. And I wrote that story and I stayed on in Greece for a month um, or a further four weeks. And it was... 
it wasn't a great experience. You're in a beautiful country and it wasn't the best time I've spent there. So I get home and, or we get home and everything implodes, explodes, not sure which one, both probably. And I've got this story. Uh, I meet someone at an event and she knows a publishing company and put me in contact with the guy, that guy's house. And I went on and published with them. And I was then going through the divorce process. I'm just trying to plot this out in my head. So I was go- at this point, I was then embarking on the divorce process. And I was starting to, and I had been actually over a period of time, understanding names and terms and phrases. And then I decided that I was going to start a YouTube channel to help people understand what was going on. Uh, going through and what these emotions were like and describing them people were saying oh my gosh you actually know about this you've experienced it because I was I was saying exactly what had happened to me that was exactly what was going on for them I started this project you know it's such a lonely place coming out of these relationships everything in your life was about this person walking on eggshells making sure nobody upset them you know keeping equilibrium within the the home keeping everything you know whatever it is that you you do so over a year of separation at this point and I thought I'm going to start this YouTube channel and I thought what can I do as a project and I thought I know I'll pull all these terms together I'd already written an article that I put on Thrive Global and so I then turned that into a series of YouTube videos which I then turned into a series of Instagram posts and the guy from that guy's house Sean Patrick sent me a message a text message and said I hope this is going to be your next book he said I'm watching the Instagram posts wondering what the next one you're going to you know, is going to be the next day. And I thought, oh, wow, actually really clever idea. So I then started pulling all the information together. I'd already um, signed the contract and I think I'd paid them at that point to publish the book and um, started pulling all the information and finding more terms and et cetera, et cetera. And lots of different things happened during that period. Obviously, as I said, I was going through the whole divorce process, which wasn't a pleasant experience. And I published, I pulled it all together and the launch date was supposed to be the 22nd of October 2021. No, it wasn't. It was 2019. Sorry. And various things happened at that point. There were, unfortunately, there were deaths in the families of the people that were trying to sort this out. And there were various other things that were going on. I can't actually remember what they were now. And I, in the end, I thought, I'm going to pull this back. It doesn't feel complete. This doesn't quite feel right at the moment. So I pulled the book back and I sat and I wrote it, wrote more. And I reached out to somebody I knew and she put me in contact with an amazing editor. And I had I was in contact with a guy that had been involved and was going to be involved in the the book itself through the publishing house. And he helped me put that together. He helped me um, set up an account with uh, publishing software so that it branched out further than just Amazon. And we finally got that going in 2020. It's the, the A to Z of emotional abuse is the book 
at the moment people say to me, I wish my legal team had. I wish that they could read this book or they had this book as a reference. And I posted over the, I I think it might have been over the weekend, I was listening to a podcast. It had, uh, it was Caroline Strawson and um, Sam Vaknin. It was from about two years ago, I think. And I only listened to about the first five minutes, something like that. He was explaining how he'd bought about some of these terms. And she said, oh, if only there was a book or a dictionary. And I was like, there is. It's the A to Z of emotional abuse. Anyway, so that is the, the A to Z tells you. It gives you a def- it gives you the the phrase or the name of something and then it explains and then there's a bit of how it feels what it feels like in maybe in the body and then as I did with finding Lily there's a bit in the back where I've put some healing um, modalities in there things that will help and so that gets published in 2020 and I then start writing a book called three things you should never do divorcing a narcissist because i had literally when that was published the divorce was just finalized it taken three years i think and so i started writing this book i got the three chapters that i wanted well, it was more than that but the three main chapters were one two and three three things you don't do and i came across a it's like a pdf sheet and it had you know all these these things that you can do for divorce to help you through divorce and I thought oh this would be interesting I'm going to do this as a youtube thing and compare it from a relatively healthy divorce to what it would it is like with somebody who manipulates the whole process and when I say manipulates the whole process I'm going to give you an indication that when uh, we first started sorting trying to sort the divorce out I was uh, I was told that he would pay for the divorce if I agreed to the terms of the divorce and why he was divorcing me so in the UK at that point isn't so much now uh, I think the laws change now but at that point you had to have a reason for divorce and you had to have five reasons for divorce and I was shocked that the legal system allowed um, at least three of those because they were they were actually projected towards my children and I said at the time but I don't know what they are I had to agree that I to the terms that he was divorcing me on and then he would pay for it and then the various things that happened were that I had to advise them by a certain date which was something like the 2nd of January so I'd already lost two weeks where everyone was closed down and I I had to advise them whether I was using someone so I was paying money out I was speaking to people it was costing me a lot of money to try and find the right person the right fit and in the end I just said no and then I sat and waited and I waited and I waited and I heard nothing and then in March I contacted whoever it is the central people and I said um you know, can you just tell me what's going on? I haven't heard anything. And they said, no, we haven't got any information. So I then went back to his solicitor and he said, oh, he hasn't paid us yet. So we can't do anything until he releases funds um, to pay for this. I was like, oh, okay, wow. So 2nd January was the date that I had to get everything in and I was being threatened by various different things if it, if I didn't get, didn't advise you by the 2nd of January. But hey, you know, we're now in March and you the paperwork hasn't been paid for, so you're not sending it off. So... Then I was apparently the person that held all this up. 
I was the person later on during this divorce process that was the one that sat on and, and held things up. There were various things that had happened. There was when they finally filled the paperwork in and it went to the court, it came back and they hadn't ticked a box. And that box meant that at the end of the divorce, they could come after me and claim money back for legal fees. So I had a whole weekend of worrying about this and I just gave them more fuel because every correspondence that happened either came to me on a Friday evening at six o'clock or it's usually a Wednesday evening at six o'clock. So I couldn't do anything. I had that that perpetual thought process. So it's these manipulation tactics that carry on. And it was really annoying. It was upsetting. And when you're trying to recover, it was very painful. And that cognitive dissonance of trying to understand what's going on. You're also trying to unpick as you, everything is happening. You're reliving the whole marriage, the whole relationship when all this is going on. And you know, there's moments where you're questioning whether you've got it all wrong. Maybe there's nothing wrong with them and it is you. Maybe there's something wrong with you. And I've told my bipolar story so many times that you know it took me six years to realize that you know this statement everything that had happened in our relationship not everything but the majority of our relationship was a lie and yet I believed this one statement and the moment I realized that me thinking oh my god it's because I'm bipolar was gone and this is the mental manipulation that happens it not only in the relationship, it then goes into that divorce process. And it was really, it really upset me that people were enabling this behaviour and even carrying it out. And they were being paid to do that. My ex-husband was being enabled to carry on and maybe even encouraged to, to carry on this behaviour in front of the court process. And which was a lot of the work that I've been doing. So it was divorce emotionally. And that is so important when you've got hold of those emotions, when you've healed those wounds, if you've got a hold and you're not reacting, you're responding, it's so much more powerful and you're so much more in control. So Divorce Matters then clashed with this YouTube video and I wanted to take this information, this pain, this confusion and create something that would help others to get through this process a lot quicker. It's always been my focus to get people through this a lot quicker, to heal the deep-rooted wounding that happened and to try and bash out some of those statements or all of them if possible that you're told about yourselves that are untrue, but you take it on as a belief and then you have this constant, constant verbal replay going on in your mind. So that was the focus behind the book. Divorce Matters, I have taken in, it's in five sections covers children it covers money and finances the real cost of divorce um, every section has got things to consider particularly with children and this is from personal experience and from my first marriage what happens to a child or what agreement is made when they're very young doesn't work when they're teenagers it needs to be rene renegotiated so get clauses in your agreement that you can renegotiate, you can go back in at certain ages. If it's working perfectly for everybody, that's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. But if you've got a clause in there and it isn't working, then you can go back and renegotiate. Holidays and um, Christmas and Easter and look at birthdays and things like that. How are you going to split that? Get it all out 
and when when you, everything is going on and everything is heated and heightened it's better to do it now than to keep reactivating wounds if you haven't healed enough what we're we doing this year oh well you had them last year it was get it down now and get it sorted now um, there's so much in there i did a bullet journal so that if you write things out that you can find them on pages because that used to drive me nuts i know it's in here somewhere going through pages so there's a bullet journal in there so that you can write something really important down go back in the journal and say page 144 whatever it is and um, what else did i put in there and uh, an evaluation after each section where you can vomit your emotions and say how you're feeling about this you there's a, a box to say how you think your ex is going to or your estranged husband or partner is going to cope with this information how they're going to deal with it and what the reaction is and there's what's the outcome what's the best outcome what's the next best outcome because you can start to manage and think about okay I might not get that there's ways of negotiation I've spent a very long time in sales. I went into sales when I was 24 years old and I didn't do it the conventional way and never sold the way that I was taught to sell or expected to sell. I built relationships and that is how I sold. But I was also able to negotiate. I spent a long time in customer services as call centre manager as well. So I had to deal with lots of complaints and things like that and do a lot of negotiation and sort things out. So I've put and encompassed that in there as well a way for you to look at the whole picture. This is what I want and this is my non-negotiable and I know this is what they want and then this is all the other stuff in the middle and what can we play with and can I say, right, well, I'll have this in exchange for this and start negotiating. Yeah, so much in there. And the whole book, as I said, was I just felt I was coming up I, a year ago I some people were saying I need this I need this and I was like yeah I'm just trying to get it sorted and I, in February I had it edited and in March I thought at Easter we were done there were a few things that needed tweaking and then it just got stuck in the system somewhere and eventually I picked a day as like this is the publication date and I still hadn't got that day a, a copy to check it was okay I got the cover and I was like oh my god Gosh, I wasn't expecting that at all when I opened it, but I just fell in love with it. I've absolutely fell in love with it. The guy that designed it, he also designed the cover for the A to Z of emotional abuse, and I'm just I'm I'm really emotional today, uh, just with everything. It, I I don't know what I don't know. It's not like having a baby or anything. Maybe it is. You know, all those hormones come out afterwards. So I'm going to leave it there. I will put some links on where you can go to my website, the sanctuary.com and it's on the first page. You'll notice it because it's bright pink. I even went out and it took me a long time to find them, but I got a pair of hot pink trousers, and that was really last minute actually that I managed to get uh, get those. The pair that I was going to wear I, when I got them out, I was like. Oh, Oh, it's not actually the right colour. They're a lot lighter than I thought they were. Hey, it doesn't matter. So I tried to, it's like I was like one of those parents that dress their child like them. It's done. It's out in the world. I hope if you are going through your divorce, you will find benefit. I've designed it. I want you to save thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds by dealing with this and not having to spend time on the phone or loads of emails costing you money going through this process. Sit, digest, plan. And at the back, there's a great big chunk of um, 
healing resources there's a section a miniature version of the a to z in there oh there's just so much i've put in there and it's a tiny price in comparison i believe to what it can do for you what it can save you and how it can help you look at your wounding and heal your wounding i hope this podcast has been helpful i really do and i hope that divorce matters is is gonna just help people um, get through this ugly process that really needs an overhaul and it really needs to be less competitive and people need to be held accountable for the way they behave and the way they encourage that behavior that can happen as always i'm sending you loads and loads of love and i'll be back next tuesday